Hi guys, welcome back or welcome to The Political Fight. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to identify bias in the media because that's one of the most important factors when you're navigating the political world and getting resources and information that's reliable. So the first thing I want to do is define media bias and by definition media bias is a bias in journalistic reporting and programming selection and other things in mass communications media so now let's talk about the history of media bias the gutenberg printing press was created in i believe 1450 i'll double check that but since then since the gutenberg printing press was created historians have found that publishers in the mass media sought to serve the interest of the most powerful and as time progressed the broadcast media like the television or the newspaper became a mechanism for propaganda and that was their main goal many types of biases in the media exist like corporate bias advertising bias Um, and mainstream bias, but the most common form of bias is when the media attacks or supports ideologies, candidates, and political parties, which we see all the time, especially in the main news channels. But what we often see happen is representatives of opposing viewpoints can respond to this by commenting on an issue that they're being attacked for, but it's consequently a technique used to avoid bias because it allows for diverse viewpoints to be seen and red so that people are absorbing both sides when they're looking into an issue. We see media bias at its peak when marketers of the bias presentation are part of the ownership of the news they're presenting, um, or it could be because of the concentration of the media ownership. So what political party they belong to what's that concentration or is a concentration mostly male is a concentration mostly women um and the subjective selection of the staff or the preferences of the intended audience they're looking to market to specific people who they know will take in their news information people want to be fed what they want to hear so media outlets have responded to that by marketing to their intended audience So if you don't want to fall victim to a marketing strategy and or if you want to properly be able to identify bias in the media so that you could have credible and reliable resources, then here are some things you could ask yourself when looking at news outlets. So the first thing you should ask yourself is who are the sources? You should count the number of government or corporate sources versus the number of progressive minority and um public interest sources just so you could see who what is the concentration and who are they aiming at. The next thing you should ask yourself is is there diversity because the media that you're consuming should reflect the diversity of the public that they serve. So let's say it's an issue that particularly affects people of color but the panel of experts discussing it is all white or let's say it's an issue that particularly affects women but the people discussing it is an all-male panel of experts then maybe you should look into sources that reflect the people that the issues pertain to to allow for room for perspective to grow so kind of adding on to that point the next thing you should ask yourself is whose point of view is it so for example there could be 
there was actually a lot of stories on a parental notification of abortion, which highlighted, and I quote, the tough choice confronting male politicians, but it quoted zero women under 18 who were directly affected by the debate. So it wasn't allowing for the people actually being affected by it to be able to discuss their point of view, which um, undermines the argument they're trying to make. Another example of this is economic coverage that looks only at how events affect stockholders without mentioning the impact of workers or consumers, so not really allowing for a wide range of cause and effect. The next thing you should ask yourself, which is particularly important, is are there double standards? For example, um, there's been coverage of black teenagers being referred to as, and I quote, super predators, but white adults being portrayed differently. Um, A lot of this happened during the war on drugs, when black people were constantly the face of a super predator and the whole crack and cocaine disparity, but that's completely a different conversation. It's just the way that people are being portrayed. Another example of this could be when countries, two countries have the same practices, but one country is referred to as colonization and ethnic cleansing, and the other one is praised for being diverse and progressive. Another thing you should ask yourself is, are stereotypes skewing the coverage being presented? So back to the war on drugs conversation, at that time, the majority of coverage on the drug crisis was centered on African-American people when the majority of drug users were white. The next thing you should ask yourself is what are the unchallenged assumptions? So an example of this is victim blaming in the form of assuming the victim's promiscuity. And this actually happened in a New York Times article in 1991 about the trial of rapist William Kennedy Smith, which included personal details about the victim, including the fact that she had speeding tickets, has skipped class in ninth grade, and has talked to other men while on a date, which were totally irrelevant to the fact of what happened to her, and it was just a way to blame her. We also see this a ton when it comes to police brutality. If a victim of police brutality was resistant or ran away or spoke back to the police, then all the media coverage will essentially be focusing on that as opposed to what actually happened. So the next thing you should ask yourself is, is it language loaded? Um, A lot of times when people refer to affirmative action programs, they'll call it racial preference. Also, polls show that this decision makes a huge difference in how the issue is perceived. For example, a 1992 Lewis-Harris poll found that 70% said they favored affirmative action, while only 46% said they favored racial preference programs. So it clearly makes a difference in how people will perceive it. And another example of this is when the news sources try to dance around the subject, basically just get to the point. Let's say they favor a subject more, so they're going to be more inclined to sugarcoat it or make it seem less severe, which is not what we want. We want the facts as consumers. And finally, the last thing you should ask yourself is, is there context? For example, when reverse discrimination is mentioned in the media, is the context given for institutional factors on the other side? like economic inequality, for example. So most of where I found this information was fair.org if you want to look more into it. 
Um, but some ways to spot media bias is to ask yourself these next questions. You should ask what kind of information is it? Is it news? Is it an opinion? Is it an ad? Does it appeal to your emotions or does it make you think? What type of rhetorical strategies is it using? Is it using ethos, pathos, logos? You should ask yourself those questions. Um, the next question you should ask yourself is who and what are the sources cited and what should, why should you believe them? Um, is a source given? Is a source associated with a political party or a special interest? And what is the evidence and how is it vetted? So what's the evidence? Is it a source, a document, a witness, or is it a speculation? Is it a conspiracy theory? And is the main point of the piece proven by the evidence? Did the sources provided justify the conclusion or main point of the story? And the last thing you should ask yourself is what's missing? Was there an aspect or point that was not covered or left you unclear or uncertain about what was happening? Um, and now here is a list of where the most popular news channels lean so you could get an idea of if they're probably more likely going to be biased. So centrist news would be ABC News, Associated Press, BBC News, CBS News, Christian Science Monitor, NBC News, Newsweeks, NPR, PBS, NewsHour, Time, US Today, and US News and World Report. Um, some news outlets that would lean right, like conservative news, would be the American Speculator, Fox News, Human Event, The National Interest, National Review, and Washington Times. And news outlets that lean left, so liberal news, would be CNN, Mother Jones, MSNBC, The Nation, New Republic, The Progressive, Slate Magazine, and The Washington Post. So generally, when you're looking at unbiased sources, the author of that source would not state their agenda or outwardly say if they're for or against the topic or even imply it. Um, and what you should always do is look for a list of sources, if available, because generally you'll be able to see where they lean, which is what we just talked about. So you could see what kind of information they're absorbing and then passing on to you. So this may feel a little bit discouraging because most of the news you're consuming is probably bias, um, but that is what typically happens. So don't feel discouraged because there's still a ton of places where you could get your news information from. For example, you could use library databases and news sites. You could use multiple sources to determine the accuracy of it. Um, actually, what college trained students do is they'll write papers for courses and the scholars and the faculty know that the more sources you review the more likely you'll come to an accurate conclusion you shouldn't nitpick little statistics and skew them to be able to formulate your argument or your opinion and another thing you could do is review the sources you're using when you're using multiple sources you should ask yourself what does the author know about the subject? Does the author have an agenda? Where did the author get the information? When was the material written? And has the material been reviewed for publication? And personally, one of my favorite things to use is Google Scholar or Scholarly Google. It's um, You could get it on Google, just search up Scholarly Google or Google Scholarly. I can't remember which one it is, but it's amazing because it's 
all credible sources and they've been thoroughly, thoroughly reviewed. So they're pretty reliable and I use them when I'm writing papers or when I'm trying to get statistics and facts on topics. So yeah, I find that very helpful. And another thing I tend to do when absorbing information is I'll go to PolitiFact, I believe it's called, which basically it just rates um, how biased your media is and where it tends to lean. So it could be hyper-conservative or hyper-liberal or centrist. So you just want to know those things when you're getting information because that will be able to tell you a lot about the perspective of the media you're getting. So I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye.